Good morning. Welcome to church. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's my prayer that the Lord will work in your life and use this opportunity we have to share the gospel and that it will make a difference in your life this morning. I want to start off to invite you to an online um, counseling um, session that we're going to have is um, a church in London. It's going to run for four Sundays in June first, four Sundays, five o'clock in the afternoon. You can write on, write in for it. Um, here on the screen is the link. Um, it's with Louise van Liebenberg. Um, it's about personal growth, how to sort through stuff in your life that you have been struggling with for so long. This is just an opportunity to to get hold of it, to understand it better, to work through it, to give you the chance to grow. Everyone is invited. Um, just follow the link. You'll have all the information available. Let's bow our heads and pray. Thank you, Father in heaven, that we may come this morning, that we may bring ourselves and may come into your presence. Thank you that you are there where each one of us is. Thank you that you already love us, you already know us, that there's nothing we can hide, there's nothing we can put away and pretend about. And still you love us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we may take scripture, that we may share scripture, that we may share our lives in such a way that, that our lives is important for you and that you want to create a change in each one of us. That you want, helps us to grow, to know you better, to know ourselves better, to live the life that you planned for each one of us. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Our scripture reading in the morning is from Act chapter 3. At this stage, um, we are busy working around the whole idea of reaching out, of, of um, the responsibility we have for, if you want to call it missions, if you want to call it outreach, doesn't matter. The fact is that the Bible tells us that each one of us has the ability the responsibility to go out, make disciples, to be the change. Let's read something about that. Acts chapter 3. <clears throat> Sorry. Verse 1. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer, at 3 in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. At the end of Jesus' ministry, on few occasions, he challenged his disciples, told them, go out. I'm sending you out. You are my disciples. 
Um, in John, John chapter 20, verse 21, when he appeared to them, he tells them, verse 21, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. We are being sent. If we, we say we are Christians and we have a relationship with the Lord, then we are his disciples. Then we are being sent, each one of us. To be sent out isn't something that we do with a few special mercenaries that's going to work in a far-off land. That's not being sent. Yeah, that's a small part of being sent. Being sent isn't something extra that's only meant for the few very dedicated Christians or churchgoers or religious people in our church. Each one of us are being sent. And the challenge to make disciples is each one of us's responsibility. And I do believe that our responsibility is to live what Jesus did in our life in such a way that it attracts other people. In such a way that the influence Jesus has on you gives off. That's what reaching out is all about. And we see something of this with what happened with Peter and John on the way to the temple. It's interesting. They've been going to the temple for many years. And it's something that a good religious dude Jew does. You go to the temple and you pray. So everything that happened in Acts 1 and 2, all the dramatic um, things that took place, didn't take away their responsibility or their commitment to do the most basic of Christian things, and that's to go to the temple to pray. We sometimes underestimate the value of this religious actions we've got, this religious things we do, this the spiritual disciplines, we sometimes underestimate the power they have to change our lives, the power it has to open our eyes, because this is what happens. This is where outreach starts. Commitment to the Lord. And having a relationship with the Lord means that who I am today and where I am today and what I'm busy doing today counts. It makes a difference. It's important. Because the Lord's there. At this moment, the Lord's with you. In your situation, doesn't matter where you are. I'm already at the place and with the people that the Lord is sending me to. Let's start there. And then an interesting thing happens when Peter and John went to the temple. They see <laughs> unexpectedly this man that actually was sitting there his whole life. That's what scripture says. Act 3 says where he was put every day to beg for this going into the temple. He was lame from birth. 
and never did Peter and John see him or notice him. Never once. What changed? Peter and John changed. The Holy Spirit worked in their lives. After Jesus' resurrection and after the after the um, Spirit was sent and after um, everything that happened on Pentecost, their life were changed. And, 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 and they started looking differently at people, at situations. How you treat people, how you look at people, is directly being influenced by the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. How do you look at people? What's your reaction to people, towards people? In Northern Sutu, one of the African languages in South Africa, they've got a saying, when you greet someone, you would say, Sawobona, which means, I see you. And then the recipient of the greeting will reply and say, Sikona, which means, here I am. So, so we can actually say, if you see me, if you take notice of me, it's only then that I'm human. And that's powerful. You become someone when someone sees you, when someone takes notice of you. You know how it is to be ignored. You know how it... How it is to be in relationships with people that just don't listen to you. They just want to talk about their own things the whole time. They don't even take notice of you. And, and then it's interesting in verse 4. Peter looked straight at him as the John and then Peter said, look at us. Look at us. We live in a culture where people don't look people in the eyes. One of the reasons maybe is that people don't want to do it because that makes you vulnerable, open you up for people. Maybe people don't want to do it because they're very happy in their own small lives. They don't want to move out. They don't want to let people in too close. Other reason maybe is people can't do it. They feel guilty. They they know there's things in their life not sorted out. They feel unsure or they were so many times disappointed in possible relationships or, or connections with people that they just stopped caring, stopped looking out and are happy to hide away. That's got to change. And I believe the prayer we need to pray is, Lord, open the eyes of my heart for me to see people, to listen to people. And I believe that's where reaching out starts. It doesn't start with the message you want to deliver. It doesn't start with everything you want to say. It starts with looking at people, seeing people, taking notice of people and listening. Otherwise, you've got nothing. Good friend of mine always said, we're talking about 
sharing the gospel, he will always say, if you haven't listened, you've got nothing to say. And it's almost, it's interesting, verse 5 says, so the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something. It's amazing. The moment you start looking at people, the moment you're noticing people, you give them hope. You give them something to look forward to. You create an expectation. Because taking notice of someone, seeing someone, is just a start. The, 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 the discovery that someone stopped and looked at me and is reaching out to me has the possibility to change me. But isn't that exactly what Jesus did with us? He looked at us. He stopped. took notice of us. He loves us unconditionally. He forgives us. He accepts us. He gives us worth. So to a certain extent, it's very easy to talk about reaching out. You just must to do what Jesus did to us. We just got to do that. We just got to pay that forward. The way Jesus paid it forward into our lives. Because Peter and John tells him, we don't have money. We can't give you money. But what we've got, we can give that to you. We can share Jesus with you. Amazing is that. What does it mean if they tell the young man that what we have we give to you? It's not money. It's Jesus. What does that mean? What did they get from Jesus? What did Jesus give them? And if we're honest about that, that's a long list about being accepted unconditionally, about being challenged. About being loved by someone like no one else. That's about being forgiven. Even if we don't deserve it. That's about someone that, that looks and treats us. Treats us with grace. That's about someone who gave himself fully. That's about someone we can trust. That's about someone that's reaching out for whom this relationship is important. That's what they were talking about. And Peter and John said, that's all we've got to give. We've got nothing else. And then, unexpectedly, a miracle took place. Impossible happened. Different as normal. Some people would just throw a few pennies down there. Peter and John come and tell us, tell the man, we'll give you what Jesus gave us. Maybe that's the biggest miracle that can ever happen. Maybe nothing is more important than that. Maybe if you understand that miracle, something else changes in your life. Because we must always remember our God can do anything. And then we read how they keep getting involved with this guy's life. They just didn't just look at him. They reached out, took him by his hand, helped him up, took them with them into the temple, spent time with him. They got closer. 
And sometimes that's all we need. Sometimes the only thing we need is people that just encourage us, just listen to us, just take notice of us, just someone that can pick us up, just someone that can put an arm on us, around our shoulder and say, let's go. Maybe that's the people we need to be. Because that's what outreach is about. What will happen if someone do that to you today? What will happen if someone just stop, look at you and care like Jesus did? What will happen if you do it? What will happen if you reach out? What will happen if you stand still and look people in the eye and start caring for people? I think that's the challenge of mission. And we're all on that mission. To look at people and to look at situations and to, and to look and, and to look at um, the world around us differently in the same way that Jesus looks differently at each one of us. May that be true in your life today. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can hear the scripture and be reminded that you are looking, taking notice of each one of us. That you see who we are, where we are, what we are. And that you still love us and still and that you are still reaching out to each one of us. Thank you for your unconditional love. Thank you that you care. Thank you that this relationship is important to you. And that our lives is in your hands. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. We have an opportunity to bring our offerings. You see a few options available. Uh, what an amazing way to say thanks to the Lord for what he's been doing in our lives. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.